What's up everybody, this is Zach, Tretch here, moving on up, phase two, I uh, just want to give a shout out to the guys on the farm, see you in a couple weeks, uh, I want you all to remember that we're in a spiritual war, it's never over, and that we always should be ready, love you guys, love you guys, keep your head strong, stay wise in the word of God, and I'll see you later. July 5th. As we look into the New Testament, today we'll be reading from the book of Acts, chapter 23, verses 11 through 35. And we'll be reading about opportunity. Paul's nephew lived in the city, and by the providence of God, he discovered the Jewish plot. Only the Lord could have worked that out. We don't know the details. We never know what friend or relative God will use to help us. And we'll read about authority. Paul had the protection of 472 Roman soldiers, and the entire authority of the government was behind him. The Romans did not give Paul a fair hearing, but God still used them to protect Paul and get him to Rome because that was God's ultimate plan, to get Paul to Rome. Well, let's see how the story unfolds as we begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 5th, Acts chapter 23, verses 11 through 35. That night, the Lord appeared to Paul and said, Be encouraged, Paul. Just as you have told the people about me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome. The next morning, a group of Jews got together and bound themselves with an oath to neither eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. 
There were more than forty of them. They went to the leading priests and other leaders and told them what they had done. We have bound ourselves under oath to neither eat nor drink until we have killed Paul. You and the high council should tell the commander to bring Paul back to the council again, they requested. Pretend you want to examine his case more fully. We will kill him on the way. But Paul's nephew heard of their plan and went to the fortress and told Paul. Paul called one of the officers and said, Take this young man to the commander. He has something important to tell him. So the officer did, explaining, Paul, the prisoner, called me over and asked me to bring this young man to you because he has something to tell you. The commander took him by the arm, led him aside, and asked, What is it you want to tell me? Paul's nephew told him, Some Jews are going to ask you to bring Paul before the Jewish high council tomorrow, pretending they want to get some more information. But don't do it. There are more than forty men hiding along the way, ready to jump and kill him. They have vowed not to eat or drink until they kill him. They are ready, expecting you to agree to their request. Don't let a soul know you told me this, the commander warned the young man as he sent him away. Then the commander called two of his officers and ordered, Get two hundred soldiers ready to leave for Caesarea at nine o'clock tonight. Also take two hundred spearmen and seventy horsemen. Provide horses for Paul to ride and get him safely to Governor Felix. Then he wrote this letter to the governor. From Claudius Lysias to His Excellency Governor Felix, Greetings! This man was seized by some Jews, and they were about to kill him when I arrived with the troops. When I learned that he was a Roman citizen, I removed him to safety. Then I took him to their high council to try to find out what he had done. I soon discovered it was something regarding their religious law, certainly nothing worthy of imprisonment or death. But when I was informed of a plot to kill him, I immediately sent him on to you. I have told his accusers to bring their charges before you. So that night, as ordered, the soldiers took Paul as far as Antipatris. They returned to the fortress the next morning, while the horsemen took him on to Caesarea. When they arrived in Caesarea, they presented Paul and the letter to Governor Felix. He read it, and then asked Paul what province he was from. Cilicia, Paul answered. I will hear your case myself when your accusers arrive, the governor told him. Then the governor ordered him kept in the prison at Herod's headquarters. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo, come on!
You bros from a mighty long way. That's why we love you. Come on. What's up, guys? Robert phasing up from one to two. Big shout out to them boys still out there on the farm. Watch out for them dang old snakes, man. Uh, you know, you know what God's doing in my life. He's changed my heart. He's changed my perspective on everything. So just keep your heads up. Stay in the Word. That's the, that's the way you'll learn, guys. Uh, just looking forward to moving up, moving out, experiencing new things, and growing as a person. I love all you guys. Today we're reading from Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. If worry keeps you from getting a good night's sleep, well, Psalms 3 and 4 are what you need. Both Psalms were probably written when David was exiled from Jerusalem because his son Absalom had stolen the kingdom. How was David able to sleep when he was in such danger? The enemy was against him. But David knew that God was for him. 
about you? Do you know that deep down in your heart? Do you have that kind of relationship with the Lord? Do you know that God is for you? God surrounds you. He sustains you. And He saves you continually. When people discourage you, God lifts up your head and keeps you going. Did you know that God never sleeps? We accept that intellectually, but when you really begin to think about that fact, it is mind-blowing. God lives in the eternal now, never sleeps. So uh, why should you stay awake and worry? Trust the Lord. He's in control. If you can't sleep, don't count sheep. Talk to the shepherd. Psalm 3, verses 1 through 8. A Psalm of David, regarding the time David fled from his son Absalom. O Lord, I have so many enemies, so many are against me, so many are saying, God will never rescue him. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, and the one who lifts my head high. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept. I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. I am not afraid of ten thousand enemies who surround me on every side. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May your blessings rest on your people. Proverbs 18, verses 14 and 15. The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear it if the spirit is crushed? Intelligent people are always open to new ideas. In fact, they look for them.
And carried us through the night Fighting for the begotten No righteousness is forgotten Our heavenly father watching Jehovah's army is marching My mission, trying to heal the hurt Take care of minds and build the earth As long as I got air to breathe Then best believe my skills at work Millions work for power plays I hustle harder nowadays No time off on the agenda Please show me the way It's an understatement No vacations on the clock Perfect patience, time is wasting I keep racing to the top For this spot, they wanna knock me off the block Crooked cops, evil plots Always want what the next man got I'm a go-getter by nature Never was about the paper So conversations about other situations come later My life on it 